All right, we are live again, back with Memory Tracks, episode number 48. Uh, this is a good one. It's going to be fun. I'm excited for it. It's a special one. There's actually something going on as we're sitting here talking that is unique to this episode, a really cool concept that, you know, any future guests, I would encourage you to take some notes from my guest today and, and his idea. Uh, but I'm really happy to welcome my friend uh, Josh Rickle. Say hello. Hey, it's great to be here. <laughs> um, so what I'm talking about is, uh, you, you know, beforehand, uh, different guests will always have like a beer or whiskey or something um, just to calm the nerves and such. Uh, and you showed up tonight with three very, very special, very unique uh, drinks that I think you're actually incorporating into or, or from a mood perspective, kind of like ties into the the song yeah. selection yeah i think each of them kind of pays homage to each of the songs i love that so. uh well we started with the first one and it, it i went really delicious i, went, tell me I about, went aggressive on the first one tell me about this uh this is the one that we're drinking right so now. uh this is a pappy van winkle 15 year pretty much one of the best bourbons you can get if you're lucky enough to get it and this mm -hmm. one came into my possession from a past guest that's right chris wright um and chris i know you're listening out there <laughs> there still is more left um, <laughs> it's been four years but uh it's a yeah it's one of the best and i think it's appropriate for uh the first song because it's you know arguably one of the best i it's it's definitely up there it's yeah one of the best um bands of all time yeah for sure so um it's a delicious uh it's a delicious drink and um Chris, the, the guy who you mentioned that uh, gifted it to you, he was episode number, I think like nine or eight or something like that, which was like November 13th of 2016, looking back at my notes. I'm like, oh shit, I've been doing this for two years almost, three years, uh, yeah, two years, yeah, it's crazy. And it's also crazy that in that time, it's taken me this long to finally convince you to yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah, I, it's been a long we've time had, coming. Yeah, we've had a lot of mutual friends that have been on uh, that I've really enjoyed and uh, you know, you're someone that, um, similar to a lot of guests I met um, in the workplace years ago, and uh, just over time, really enjoyed getting to know you more and think of you as a you know mentor and someone that I respect a lot and That's look awesome. up to. So, okay. super excited to have you here um, and have these chat, the chat and everything uh, with you and learn more about it. And I I've talked about this in some other episodes, but um, I think that you know as a getting older and maturing and thinking through like the reasons behind doing this. I really enjoy the purposeful conversation that having this podcast gives me the excuse to have with people that are important to me. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, having a deeper insight into you and who you are and kind of how, how you became the person that I know you today as it relates to the songs and these stories, mm -hmm. I'm really excited about, and I've been looking forward to it for a while. So yeah, I finally got the courage up after our hearing. <laughs> I, I mean, I, 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 as a listener and knowing a lot of the people that you've mm -hmm. you've done this with, um, I feel like I've gotten a, a different lens and yeah. perspective on on them as well. Totally. And so yeah, after hearing a few of them go through it and enjoy like, it yeah, and see, so yeah, it's not gonna be so bad. Yeah, and um, hopefully we can get uh, Nat to come on too. Yeah, your wife that would yeah. be uh, a she, lot of fun for yeah. sure. She and she's got a better accent than you. She has a better accent, <laughs> and I, she, her musical knowledge is significantly um, vast, <laughs> more vast than than mine. Uh, and you put she's some pressure on her now. There uh, you go. <laughs> she definitely had some some influence yeah, on my sure. musical taste since we've met, and it, we'll, I think I'm we'll sure talk a little bit about she'll that. Come up yeah. a couple of times, yeah. perhaps yeah, yeah. Uh, through the stories. But 
Um, yeah, you know, I, I'm excited. I know too, like just knowing your background and you've done a lot of different things in your life um, and scratched a lot of different itches. And so I'm, I'm, I'm very curious to kind of hear that progression yeah. and, and how that yeah. tweaks in. Um, I don't know how <laughs> um, most of your guests approach kind of selecting yeah. the three songs, but yeah. for me, you know, I kind of looked at chapters mm-hmm. in my life and, and yeah. influential chapters in my life and, and memories that stick out mm-hmm. within those. And then almost kind of how those songs might progress and as part of your own kind of narrative. Right. Too. Right. Um, so, yeah, I think that's definitely a common theme that people kind of bring in as some like tent pole events and mm-hmm. big portions of their life and thinking through the songs of that. And then I think that a lot of people find that it ends up like, striking up new memories and then it becomes hard to pick the three. Yeah. Yeah. And definitely. So there were two of them were like no brainers for me because they were very distinct memories that there are, and they're more recent. Right. I think when I think about the first song, which was more about kind of my first, Mm -hmm. you know, experience with music. Yeah. It's not necessarily a distinct moment, but just the presence of music during that, you know, period of my life. Yeah. And, you know, largely influenced by my parents at that point. Right. Um, and then I think other people then or, or moments start to be more tangible because they're yeah. just more recent. Yeah, absolutely. That's very true. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Well, I think uh, it's probably a good time to kick it off with the first song. You alluded to one of the greatest bands of all time. They've come up a couple of times in the podcast. And I think at this point you're probably guessing maybe two or three different names but it is of course the beatles and the song is one that god i hope you're familiar with as a listener <laughs> otherwise <laughs> you might need to re-listen to a lot more than my podcast um but uh the song is called let it be here we go There will be an answer 
is cloudy There is still a light that shines on me Shine until tomorrow, let it be I wake up to the sound of music Mother Mary comes to me Speaking words of wisdom, let it be Let It Be by the Beatles from their final album, 1970s, Let It Be. And, you know, I mean, obviously everyone knows this song. It's a fantastic song. And, I mean, I know a lot about Beatles history and, and such, um, as many super fans do. Um, but I never thought, I didn't, I, I guess I'd forgotten or just hadn't thought and realized and put the context into mind of listening to that song in the sense that it was the last, it was the single, the single that they released right after Paul mm-hmm. announced that he was leaving the band yeah. and essentially the breakup. And I mean, he wrote it based on a dream he had where he saw his mother again and had a conversation with her. So the, the meaning behind it is obviously kind of this vision of his mom. Um, but the, of just like putting myself in the shoes of like being a super Beatle fan in 1970, reading the news that Paul McCartney is, leaving and the Beatles are done and then hearing a song called let it be where it's just so it's such like a perfect send off. Yeah, it kind of wraps it all up. Oh man. I mean, it's like, that's just pop perfection. They're, they're the greatest. Like you mm-hmm. can't, you can't beat it. Um, and I feel like I enjoyed that song even more as I was sipping a 15 year old happy family. <laughs> <Winkle. laughs> Well, maybe it's more memorable. <laughs> this will be the most memorable time you've heard oh, forever. I can never listen to the song without having some Pappy Van Winkle yeah. by my side. Yeah. <laughs> um, talk to Chris Wright about that. Yeah, yeah, there we go. <laughs> Chris, this is your call yeah. for my birthday next year. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, man, I mean, it has all the classic Beatles elements. You got the added benefit of Billy Preston on organ in the background, and then you get the Little Richard falsetto Paul song uh, or signature hook there at the end of the chorus. And it's just, it's so good. You... I don't care how many times you hear it, it still, it still hits it's you. It's timeless. It really is. Uh, yeah. It really is. Uh, yeah. I think that um, that's one of the things about this particular Beatles song to me. Mm-hmm. It's just, it, it spans, it just, it has longevity. Yes. Yes. You know, and, and I know that because, and, and kind, of, kind of one of the reasons I chose this, because the Beatles were like my dad's favorite yeah. band. Yeah. Um, and I, and um, we still are his favorite band. Um, and it's, this is the first Beatles song that I played for my kids. Oh, and, um, it's one that they love and they always refer to it as like Bobo song, which they refer to my, my father as. Mm -hmm. Um, and you know, so, so taking a little bit back, you know, so, um, 
you know, my, my father, it was the Beatles, it was Bruce, yeah. it was the Beach Boys, uh-huh. it was Billy Joel, it was all the bees. <laughs> my dad's an East Coast guy. And right. um, I moved to New Jersey um, when I was four years old, the year that Born in the USA came out. So it was pretty hard. I, I wavered. <laughs> I wavered on the Beatles wow, yeah, or, or Beatles Bruce, boss. Yeah. Um, which I know I couldn't have gone wrong with. No, yeah, um, but, but, the, but the Beatles have always been there. Um, and I, I can, it's almost like, as I was kind of alluding to, they, they just kind of transcend those periods of time in my life. And yeah. for me, be, this, you know, this particular song, um, and the Beatles being part of my, you know, music introduction right. and for it to also be a part of my to kids, pass that along. Yeah, yeah. To pass that along, um, is really, really special. Yeah. Um, so Yeah. Do you think that, um, I mean, do you remember like the first time that you heard Beatles or was it just so well, omnipresent that that's so, just music in your household? Yeah. I mean, so it's interesting, you know, my dad had a pretty sizable record collection, but I yeah. don't remember him pulling out the vinyl mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. And my dad is like a, uh, kind of a technophile. He's an early okay. adopter. It's so like, as so soon as CDs came out, cool, like we had CDs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or, and you know, we, we had all sorts of different, you know, audio and video yeah. um, technology. I think we had a Betamax player. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> we definitely had laser discs. Disc, yes. We absolutely had laser discs. Um, but for me, a lot of the music moments of my youth, especially when I was really young, were yeah. actually in the car. Yeah. Um, and my dad always listened to the classic rock mm-hmm. station. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the Beatles were always, you know, coming up. And yeah. so we, I remember us just belting out yeah. the Beatles yeah. in the car. Um, I mean, we, we also belted out Bruce and yeah, the Be- Beach Boys was also right. a, a pretty right. popular one, but the Beatles have just always been a part of my life. Yeah. Was it, um, I imagine when you, you know, thought about having kids of your own, you go through the things like, well, what, what type of environment are going to create for my kids? And that was probably one of the, the early things you're like, I yeah. can't wait to introduce my, my first son to the Beatles. I was pretty adamant about keeping us far away from like the Disney yeah. <laughs> kid Bob <laughs> stuff. And, you know, and my wife was as well. And I yeah. think we actually have like a, a ongoing playlist uh-huh. that we have. We call it the Rickle Boys playlist. Oh, cool. And we add songs and it's interesting there was a period of time where they were gravitating towards some of those kind of Disney songs, but right. now they're like past them and they want to listen yeah. to, you know, I think the most recent ads were free fallen by Tom. Petty. Awesome. Yeah. Um, and, um, there's one more we just added. Oh, I'm gonna have to look it up later. Do you, so in that, did they, do you curate for them? Do they, pick things out and you put it in so we'll say hey let's listen to something new yeah and oh you know what it was ruby tuesday oh, nice. Rolling stones yes. Not, which my wife would probably argue is the other band that uh-huh. would be yeah. in contention for the best <laughs> the other one. if only um, they started with a b yeah, yeah, yeah um but we'll like introduce them to a yeah. song and kind of get their thoughts on it right and we're like should we add it and then they'll add it now there's some songs on there that are just kind of fun yeah you know kids songs that they just like the beat to right um but at least it's not like some you know cheesy yeah yeah cheap, of course yeah. yeah and i mean yeah you i want them to appreciate i listen to a lot of garbage music. stuff too yeah you know like it happens yeah, yeah. i mean do, do you um i'm always interested i mean a lot of people talk about their early connections towards 
music being through a relationship with their mom or their dad or, mm-hmm. or something like that. Um, and, you know, as you grow older and you become more in your, like to your point, you have your own interests and things. And then once you develop your own like qualified interest, do you give back to your dad? Like, do you send things to him that then he's like, oh yeah, like you, I know you love the Beatles. You should listen to some of the artists that you have in later tracks here and share that. Or is it more Probably like... Probably not enough. Yeah, yeah. I've done it, but I've done it in the past. Um, it's interesting. We talk less about music and more about like technology. Yeah. Stuff like that. yeah. <laughs> and, um, and, and so... I don't think that that conversation is as robust yeah. as, um, you know, it, it could be. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you find different ways to connect. It's, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's something like um, certainly it strengthened my bond to, to my dad. Yeah. Was kind of sharing music back with him. And yeah. I think that, are you guys going to go to uh, see Paul when he comes for ACL? We might. It's, it's we got to find a babysitter. Usually yeah. they're the babysitters. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah, well, um, I mean, but you can hear it. We can actually hear. You can hear it from, from your house. From our house. Yeah. So. Okay. Um, nice. And I've seen Paul. <laughs> yeah. Before I think my, and, and Nat's seen Paul. He's so before. good. Before. Um, Still so good. Yeah. When he yeah. plays the medley at the end for yeah. like the encore closer, you're yeah. just like, oh my god. You're yeah. still amazing. And and it's it's pretty impressive that he's still able to do what he does because yeah. I mean. I mean, I guess the Stones can still put on a good show, right, um, right. but there's some other artists that just just have it. It's almost like you want to preserve the image. Yeah, exactly. That you have. Like in don't your waste mind. your time at a Bob Dylan show. Right. <laughs> right. I didn't well, say it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we all were thinking it. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, he's he still kills it. I'm definitely excited for for that. I just like that the festival atmosphere for an artist like that mm-hmm. is definitely one where you don't need to be close. You're just kind of in the thralls of yeah. the music and everyone's kind of shared. Excitement. I have been to some iconic concerts though with my parents. The yeah. first concert I ever went to, I went, I went to Michael Jackson what? Uh, oh. at MSG. <laughs> oh no. Uh, which I think it was, I think it was victory tour. Oh my God. Um, I'm so jealous. I was like young. Yeah. I was definitely up past my bedtime. Right. Um, do you remember aspects of it? Or? Yes. Yeah. I remember the beginning of it. Yeah. Um, I think I was just overwhelmed by the spectacle yeah. of, of what I was witnessing. Did you try to learn how to dance like uh, Oh, yeah. Like, uh, moonwalk? <laughs> can, can you do it? It's been a while. Okay. <laughs> it's been a while. Good to know. Yeah. It's been a while. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, shall we move on to maybe a little bit newer artists that uh, is your second selection? Yeah. All so right. the second chapter. The second chapter. So here is a song by Ryan Adams, and it's called To Be Young. One, two, one, woo! Young boy done me bad, went and did you wrong. Young boy done me bad, I went and did you wrong.
in Maine, you were sad. When you're young, you get sad. When you're young, you get sad. Then you get Song's called To Be Young, comes from his uh, debut solo record called Heartbreaker, which I found out today he named after a Mariah Carey poster. Yeah. <laughs> Did you read the Wikipedia? I read the Wikipedia. <laughs> like the, his manager said, I need a name for the album, and he, he was in a room and there was a Heartbreaker poster, <laughs> yeah. on, a poster up on the wall. Heartbreaker. That's awesome. Uh, yeah. yeah, Ryan Adams is funny for me. Like I, I've always had a lot of friends that were really into Ryan Adams, um, and I just never have like super connected with them until... The freaking Taylor Swift cover album. It was pretty good. <laughs> and I was like, man, I, I like Ryan Adams. He sounds great. These songs are great. And I guess maybe I like some Taylor Swift stuff too now. I don't know what's going on. Bad blood? But yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. His, I mean, he, I really enjoyed it. And I mean, I, I guess he got flack for it in the sense of, you know, he's just ripping off. But I thought it was a, it was a really nice tribute and yeah. it was fun and I enjoyed it. And then when I was looking at, this record and like all the people that play it's like Dave Rawlings, Jillian Welch, yeah. Pat Sansone before he joined Wilco. And you're like, Oh yeah, these are all like people that I like. I should, I yeah. need to, I need to go and do the Ryan Adams thing. Um, not to be confused with the Brian Adams thing, yeah. which I also <laughs> need to do, but for different reasons. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's just like a good, good whiskey drinking song which yeah. is appropriate for our next pour so the the story behind this song is tied to the the first date i went on with my wife um ah. and so this is uh, so just to give context for the bourbon that we're drinking we're drinking angels envy finished rye and it's finished in caribbean rum casks mm-hmm. and then at the time i um i met my wife i was i was definitely drinking bourbon but she was a, a rum and diet coke uh-huh. drinker she's <laughs> changed a little bit now but um so this is this bourbon has a little bit of her and a little bit of yeah, me that's it. very tasteful I like um that. yeah it's delicious, so, by the way yeah it's it's, yeah. it's very different than the first one yeah um yeah so you know this song and actually the reason that i chose this song is because it's the first song that's played in the movie old school is it's it the really? title credits is it really <laughs> and <laughs> The first movie on, on the first, so we, my, my wife and I um, went on our first date um, 
and we went to a nice dinner. We Did were living in DC at the time. Old school? Was that your first day? No, we didn't go okay. see old school. We went to a nice dinner, and then we went back to watch a movie. At, okay. Actually, at her parents' place. Yeah. Her parents were still in Australia at the time, yeah. and we watched old school. Big, one of my favorite uh-huh. movies at the time. Yeah. And she, we almost <laughs> let. And she, it was one of her favorite movies, awesome. and so we watched it, and it was like a, a immediate connection. And and this song, you know was kind of the kicking off of that right. of that moment. And this right. is so compared to like the Beatles song right. let let it be, like I can I can pinpoint exact this exact moment, moment, probably the exact hour yeah. that it happened. Yeah. Um but what's also interesting is um my my wife as as I said, um she is a, a music lover mm-hmm. of the, you know, she's just a super music lover. She yeah. loves the stories behind the songs and the stories behind artists. Um and we, you know, I got introduced to Ryan Adams through her as well. And we were living at DC in DC at the time. And, um, you know, we, I started to go to a lot more live music yeah. with her. She yeah. always wanted to go, go see live music. And we were lucky enough to be really close to 930 club, which is oh, one nice. of the like That's iconic, like the big one. Yeah. yeah iconic yeah. venues to go see live music. And at that time there was just so much great, live music coming mm-hmm. through. So I saw Ryan Adams play several times in different yeah. venues. I mean, and how like nine thirty club, like what would you say is capacity there? Oh, it, it, it's a good question. Or like it what was, would it compare to in Austin? It was like a small, remember when Austin music hall? Yeah. It was like small, it was smaller than okay. that, but it had yeah. a similar type of so maybe like feel. an ACL live type of size. Yeah, but it was there weren't there weren't seats. Okay, really, yeah. no one was sitting. Yeah, there was a balcony, Just but like you're pretty much yeah, balcony. open floor. Yeah. Um, and I mean, and she introduced me, and it was like right during our like our courtship, as you would have it. Yeah. Um, it was uh, my morning jacket. Uh-huh. We saw them play there, and I think that, that I was think the year like Esquire picked too. it, like the greatest concert. It was the best concert of the year and the best venue of the year. And we saw it at, oh, at nine thirty awesome. club. I mean, <laughs> it was. The National, The Decemberists, New Pornographers, Deer Tick, yeah. Oakville River, Arcade yeah. Fire, like all, it was like in 2005. So There's that like, whole, like, it's that like blog wave of like college radio yes. was the main thing. Yeah. And all this indie rock was huge. Yeah. And, and yeah. we saw them all. They all came yeah. to DC. Right, right. And we got to see them in these small venues. I mean, we saw, we saw Deer Tick play. I don't know how, how yeah, old I you know Deer Tick. Yeah, I know Deer Tick. Yeah. Um, we saw them play in what effectively felt like a fraternity houses, like <laughs> basement. And they were everything you can imagine. They were just, just having a great wild. time. Yeah. Wild, yeah. wild. Um, but then I remember, and, and, and it was also like, I think that that was kind of the time where we saw like Austin made sense for us to move to be our next place huh. because the, the, mu- the, the music, the music, yeah. And, and so I remember our first South yeah. by, we were living on rainy street mm-hmm. and we went down to Luster Pearl and we saw like Bonnever play with yeah. Oakville river. We yeah. saw deer tick do an entire Nirvana. I remember set, that. Year, Deervana. Yeah. <laughs> Deervana, uh, yeah. And, um, <laughs> but like, so I, I look at that. So I go getting back to Ryan Adams, like this song was the beginning, like the first song yeah. that stands out in my you know relationship yeah, with my yeah, wife. For your wife. Yeah. So, but like that's a big night because it's the first date. So yeah. how did you guys actually meet to like? How did you work up the courage to ask her to dinner? Uh, was this a long, a this long wedding? Is, yeah. <laughs> it's too. Is it too long? There's yeah. There we have all the time in the world. Yeah, I mean, there, there, there are curious. two meeting stories. There was the first meeting, and then there was the real first meeting. Okay. Um, yeah. And uh, but the the long story short is we we had met on a Halloween. 
you know, earlier. Years prior, yeah. No, like in the in the fall. Okay, and, gotcha. And yeah. we both were dressed up and yeah. like I, I had seen her at, at law school um, yeah. in the library and had had, to, had not really built up the courage to to talk to her right, until right. I actually talked to her um, at that party and yeah. um, I didn't pick the best time to talk to her <laughs> and I was kind of taken aback and I was I was like yeah was, I, maybe she's not as nice as I thought she'd be <laughs> um, and then come the, the beginning of the year uh, the next year we ran into each other at a, a bar yeah. um, through the law school and you know she was like you're the guy you're the dude at the yeah, party yeah, who was wearing a fanny pack <laughs> I mean, Wait, to her credit, I was, I was dressed up as a DC tourist. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> to her credit, I didn't look pretty good. Um, and, uh, and we started talking there. And then yeah. um, we, uh, yeah, we went on our first day. It was, a, it was actually, we didn't have uh, school that day because it was uh, George Bush's second inauguration. Oh, God, yeah. Um, and uh, <laughs> it was a snow day. Yeah, it was that, shut right? down. Yeah. Um, and so we, uh, we went to this restaurant in Georgetown and, yeah. and we walked back and, you know, I forget that you guys met in law school. Yeah, we met in law school. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah. And was it pretty obvious from the first date that uh, Eden, you were going to be with her? Yes. Yeah. Man, old school. No doubt. Good movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brings the people together. It does. I it does. It. Snoop-a-loop. <laughs> we're going streaking. Oh, man. I haven't seen that in so long. I'm going to have to add that. You know what? Though, you know, so Ryan Adams does come up in another like movie in right. that genre because I was recently we started watching those movies yeah. again like they kind of Judd Apatow yeah. yeah and so we, wa- we were watching like um, no we were so we were watching This is 40 because oh, I'm yeah. actually approaching oh, 40 yeah. um, and at the end of the movie Ryan Adams um, comes up and uh, Leslie Mann recommends to Paul Rudd that he should go sign Ryan I Adams I forgot that yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that one in a while. Yeah, there was yeah. there was there was definitely that period of time. Where I think Wedding Crashers like opened the door for the mm-hmm. art comedy thing, and then that whole uh, yeah, I could do a pack. whole <laughs> like so I'm a, I love movies, and I don't yeah. and I love music in movies. I love trailers yeah. and how trailers. Oh, are used so to you're like the so trivia really, master when it yeah, comes to yeah. And actually, there was there was a song I thought about picking that gets into like a whole we could talk a whole do a whole podcast yeah. on travel music and like Ooh. there's a song that really i'm curious what is it What's so um porcelain by moby okay because it was on the trailer for I the beach it. that's the leo dicaprio leo dicaprio danny boyle movie and it was the first time and it's a i mean it's a crazy movie i've never actually seen that oh uh, and it's a, a fantastic book yeah. too um but it paints this initially idyllic image of traveling backpacking through thailand mm-hmm and that was like, and that was before I had actually really done actually real gone and done the world travel, yeah. And so anytime I hear that song, it yeah. triggers an emotion in me to taking me back to hmm. what's like to be the a romanticism, the romanticism. That, but there's yeah. also the other side, the dark which side you definitely see yeah. in, in in the beach. Yeah, that's cool. So, I'll have to check that out. I mean, yeah. I definitely you're one of the motivators, or like I feel like a lot of times we catch up. You're always like. Where are you traveling next? Yeah. And then when I don't have an answer, I feel really guilty. Yeah. It's like, oh, I'm letting you down, Josh. I'm oh, I, so I, I did tell Nat last night what the songs were. Yeah. And I was like, I, I was tempted to really stump uh-huh. you because yeah. there's a song that we heard at every like backpacker place that we okay. went from Cape Town <laughs> to Durban. Awesome. And it's this like guy who is called, his name is Johnny Clegg. And okay. it's, Great Heart is the name of the song, and it's like this iconic South African song. Yeah. and like you can't go anywhere you can't without it. hearing it to to the point where we like at one point we're like, 
who is this song? Who is this artist? And why is this song being played all the time? You just think of like, you hear the song and you smell like goon wine. Oh yeah. 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 There's also, I could do a whole podcast on the Chicago bar playlist of the Hmm. late 1990s. Interesting. Um, because there truly was like, it was, I was like Chumbawamba, <laughs> come on Eileen. Um, oh, that's like the there was a lot of shaggy. There was a, oh, yeah. shaggy, yeah. Shaggy. shaggy had his place. Yeah. I feel like I feel like he. Oh uh, man, he won't be remembered the way that he should. Yeah, <laughs> we had a lot of. There was Nelly too. Nelly started uh, coming on the yeah. scene right around yeah. that time. Three or four <laughs> big number ones. <laughs> and we digress. <laughs> we do, oh, but it's good. I mean, I'm, I think a lot of people probably just heard a few of those and were like, "Oh shit, that was going to be one of my songs." <laughs> Uh, it wasn't me by Shaggy. Yeah, that's the bathroom door one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's close it out on um, your last song. It's by uh, an artist named Ryan Bingham, and the song is called Bread and Water. Here we go.
All right. That was our last one. It's with uh, Ryan Bingham, and uh, the song is called Bread and Water. It's from his solo debut, an album in 2007 called Mescalito, uh, which I guess means Little Whiskey. Or, uh, well, sorry, a Little, little Mescal. Mescal, I assume. Yeah. yeah. Uh, little Mescal, awesome. yeah. Well, my, my Spanish is good enough <laughs> yeah, to know that. Out of practice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, there you go. Good enough to know. <laughs> Oh man, um, but yeah, cool song, and uh, you hear that uh, the like steel guitar, I guess, um, which is like a classic Bingham sound. Yeah, classic like deep South uh, Texas. Yeah, just born raised. Which he is he, he is he's from a, Texas. I, no. So I thought he was. He's actually from New Mexico, but he was like on the rodeo oh, okay. circuit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so I mean, he, yeah. So we are drinking. We're now we're drinking Texas whiskey. Okay, just. He feels up. like yeah. he's an honorary he, Texan. He does. He does. <laughs> Very and, much feels like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously, like, most people's introduction, as mine, was from the movie. Crazy Heart. Crazy yeah. Heart. Yeah. yeah. Um, Another movie time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But this song is actually, like, two or three years before that yeah. movie, I believe. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I'm actually curious. Did you know about him before that? Or are you similar to the rest of us? So. And you went back or how did how did you pick this song? I think I the movie came out right around the same time I discovered him. Yeah. Um, and actually, again, I didn't discover him. Nat discovered Matt. him. Yep. Uh-huh. Um, so you know, I'm gonna take you back to 2010 when we moved to Texas. Austin. Yeah. To Austin. You guys moved straight to Austin from DC. Right? Yeah. After yeah. doing some travel. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And moved. you had been like, you had been to Austin for like South by Southwest, maybe. Well, so or? I grew up in San Antonio, so I've been to Austin. That's I've right. seen kind of Austin grow, but Nat had been for an ACL. Yeah. Um, she was here actually for, I think a Bob Dylan. ACL. Oh God. I remember that year. I left after two <laughs> yeah, songs. Yeah. But it was an arcade fire also. Was, I think That's that year right. too. Yeah. And yeah. who, I mean, are one of the best. Yeah. Like, they were like, they were uh, built festival. for festivals yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Them and Muse have been two of the best. Yeah. Festivals. Yeah. They were built for that. Um, but yeah, so, um, when we moved to Austin, um, Nat had, you know, two requirements. Well, she wanted cowboy boots and she wanted a pickup truck. Yes. Um, and so she fully embraced the yes. Texas. Um, and she would listen like to classic ca- Australian. In yeah. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and just so, you go all in. But she would listen to um, Kvet, which had like a radio had a, and it had a show at uh-huh. the, in the evening that was more like red dirt, kind yep. of Americana, yeah. you know. And um, Bing- and Ryan Bingham came up. A lot on that, and so um, Ryan Bing was one of the first kind of artists that we got exposed to here, kind of in Austin, and discovered yeah. here in Austin. But the most important reason, I, and a specific reason I chose this song, is this is the last live song I heard um, before I became a father. Wow! Um, so um, on October fifth, two thousand and ten, um, Nat and I went to Stubbs. It was the second show yeah. of Ryan, uh, Ryan had at Stubbs that year. Um, and she and I walk up to the front of Stubbs. We have our general admission tickets. And the, um, the guy doing, like, checking everyone's tickets says, you can't come in here. I, I can't let you come in here. Looking at Nat, who is, yeah. you know, like very, very pregnant. pregnant. She's yeah. scheduled to give, you know, birth <laughs> like the next days, week. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, of course, she's going to get one last concert in before, right, right. Um, before uh, the baby changed. Changed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And um, they're like, no, you, you can't come in. Um, but I'll tell you what. 
you can go watch the show from the VIP balcony. Yes. And so <laughs> we watched this show, um, you know, on that kind of right, little, the little balcony. overlook yeah. thing on the right. Um, and this was the last encore song. No way. Um, and so this is the last song I heard before it became five. Dude, what a good night. Um, it was awesome. Yeah. Do, do you think that the, when he said you can't come here, do you think he was doing that because he knew he was going to upgrade you guys? Or uh, do they really have a rule that like, I know? I, I think that there's, I think there's definitely a risk yeah. bringing someone in kind of like in stubs in that kind of right. general mission area who's right. that pregnant. Yeah. Um, but I think it's also maybe he was just like, you know what? Yeah. Let's take care. I'm of gonna. This. I got. A, yeah. I got a couple cards I can play here, right, and right. I'm gonna play this one. Oh, and dude, that's awesome. Make it a special, that's special awesome. night. And it was. I mean, Ryan Bingham puts on a fantastic show. I've never seen him. Yeah, I would like to see him for sure. I yeah. guess he still he still is doing things. Right? Oh yeah, he, he still, still tours, performs yeah. and yeah, tours. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, I remember that when that Crazy Heart came out and he won like the Oscar and yeah. Grammy and everything. I mean, he was just like everywhere, blowing up and. Yeah, I don't know. For whatever reason, I always associate him as a Texas artist. Yeah. I well, I mean, this song calls out so yeah, many it's Texas. Like Houston, you know, he talks, Texas, calls it Austin. Austin. Yeah, he yeah. kind of throws a little dig at your hometown. He does. Yeah. <laughs> which hey, I, you know, I can't argue with. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, but it is. I mean, you know, you talk a little bit about travel. It, it, yeah. it is. It does invoke some, you yeah. know, the travel that kind and. Of sense of that. Um, you know, Nat and I have done some road trips mm -hmm. through Texas mm -hmm. and going out west, and we both love West Texas. Yeah. Yeah. And there's a feeling of grit and right. kind of, right. um, I, I mean, the, the desert, and you, you feel like you're in the Texas that everyone thinks of Texas. Yes. Yeah. You know? And these, I think these songs do, and other songs that he sings, invoke that yeah. kind of rougher, more, you know, Texas, Texas. Yeah, I mean, it's his vocals really is what brings that yeah. out because he has that kind of gravelly, yeah. whiskey voice, yeah, um, that that pulls it out. But that's kind of you guys seen him since. I don't think so. No, I don't think Just so. I actually think he it. played at Willie's Fourth of July, July show this past year. Yeah, this yeah. past year. Huh. Um, I have to be honest; I haven't seen a lot of live music since my kids were born. <laughs> yeah, I mean, okay, so we've been to ACL a few times. Uh, so your oldest is Max, right? Yep. And he is... He'll be six and all. Six. He just started kindergarten? Yeah. A couple days ago? Yeah. Congrats. Thank you. That's a big deal. Thank that's, you. That's wild. And then your youngest... Turns four tomorrow. Four tomorrow. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Congrats. Thanks. Um, so, yeah, they keep you pretty busy. You won't yeah. be going to as many yeah. shows anytime soon. Yeah. But we took him to uh, ACL last okay, year for yeah. a little bit and Do they were the like giant headphones that um, parents <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> but they enjoyed the atmosphere and the yeah. experience and how long can a kid that age last in the acl i'm curious uh i think a few hours yeah yeah you take them like you get yeah, and they run around they have like awesome so. kitty limits, limits too yeah which yeah. they have some good like yeah. lisa loeb's playing yeah there, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like Jeff Tweedy's played yeah. before and yeah I mean, you get some good yeah. stuff out there yeah and they won't let you in unless you have a kid so like yeah I think that's actually the only way to see Lisa Loeb this year is <laughs> she's not playing any official slots so unless she sneaks out yeah. people gotta go hire a kid for the day so they can go see Lisa Loeb uh, yeah <laughs> yeah oh that's wild um well we need to get you out to some shows yeah yeah we went with so this weekend actually, and we were thinking about going to see Jason Isbell. Oh, where's he playing? He's playing at uh, Bass Concert Hall. Interesting, and That's he's awesome. Good. I saw him play at the Parish. Yeah, um, when he was still 
when he wasn't sober. Yeah. <laughs> and we, kind of a Nat show. and I went to a Continental Club uh-huh. after he showed up. Oh there, my gosh. And he yeah. played late, late at the Continental Club. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he that did. was a pretty cool, that was a pretty cool concert. I night bet. Yeah. To That's see kind of special. I yeah. mean, it, Continental was just so intimate yeah. and legendary, but yeah. yeah. But pa- I like pa- a lot of people love the parish. I like the parish. I mean, a lot of artists but, like playing the parish. No, I mean, the parish is the one, yeah. is probably the best sounding venue yeah. in Austin. The problem is they yeah. just don't book respectfully because they're yeah. always the guy who owned the place. I think he finally sold it on yeah. eBay. <laughs> but he's the guy who also owns the Bikinis business franchise ah, and bought the Bikini City. So he has no respect for yeah. actual music. Um, and they they shifted their whole business model to being like a private event space. Oh. Um but I mean, the sounds great. They have really good lighting equipment, mm-hmm. and they've always employed really quality, awesome sound engineers and yeah. light engineers. And the bar staff's super friendly. They just don't book good shows regularly. Yeah, I mean, this but, probably so. This was at least six years ago. Yeah, because <laughs> it was pre kids. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get you out to some more shows. I'll hit you up. Yeah. So we get you a hall pass for one night, yeah. and then we'll have Nat on the podcast. And yeah. She's like, I want to go see this. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. Josh can watch yeah. watch the kids tonight. Yeah, <laughs> that'll work. Oh, that's that'll awesome. Work. Um, so I'm curious. You mentioned that there was one that was harder to pick. Was it the Paul McCartney song? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah these two. I think it was because um, these were such specific it's moments, like that exact moment yeah. you can kind of replay yeah. in your head. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know. Did you, when you were kind of thinking of her songs, did you and Nat discuss it and did she come up with hers yet, do you think? No. Okay. We, didn't, we didn't discuss. <laughs> Good. We yeah, didn't, yeah I, I mentioned a couple. Yeah. And then I told her last night. Yeah, okay. But you're going to have to, you're going to do some, you got to do some work on uh, her. I'll get her on, uh, yeah. don't worry. I'm yeah. not, I don't think it'll be that big of a challenge. Yeah. I can, I have an idea of the artist she yeah. would probably pick, <laughs> uh, but maybe not the specific it's fun. songs. There was it one. is a lot of fun. There was one episode that I, or it was actually a two-part episode that I did where I had a husband and wife. Uh, joy, yeah. Joy and yeah, that, yeah. And I made them pick separately, but yeah. not tell each other. It was kind of cruel. I've never done that again, so. Did they, <laughs> and they didn't pick any. I actually haven't listened to theirs. They didn't. Uh, it's yeah. good. I don't think they, they so weren't they surprised by yeah. any selections, yeah. but they also weren't the ones that they thought that they would pick. Yeah. So it was kind and of And, you know, Jess and Eddie's was, was That was good, too, yeah. 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 I enjoyed that. Yeah. yeah, I think doing them separate works better than yeah. them together. Um, well, man, I really appreciate you coming on. This I had, great. I had fun um, learning the songs and uh, drinking some delicious bourbon. It was paired very nicely. Sorry for the listeners that don't get to enjoy <laughs> that, but I'll provide notes for anyone that needs to want, wants to listen and replicate the drinking experience. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, cool, man. Thanks again. And until Thanks. next time, this was uh, Memory Tracks. Thanks.